At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up and welcome in Good Hour on Tap. Coming up in 15 minutes, Aaron Renning ER is going to be with us as we discuss everything from the National Football League to the National Basketball Association. But we mm-hmm. are going to go a little off the radar, Matt Humans. Because the postseason is still going on in Major League Baseball. It's not all football. We have other things going on right now. <laughs> Shockingly enough, <laughs> there are things football. to talk about outside of the National Football League. And also, we actually have some series on our hands now, right? It looked like two series that were on wow. the verge of getting out of hand. And now all of a sudden, the ALCS and the NLCS are extremely live. Yeah, you couldn't have said that better last night. I thought, man, we're going to have two duds here. The Red Sox and the Astros are going to walk to the World Series. And boom, all of a sudden, yep. we have some drama. We got two series again. Well, I think you have to start with the National League Championship Series because that was the most dramatic. The Los Angeles Dodgers coming back and winning 6-5 to with four runs in the bottom of the eighth inning. And, of course, who but Cody Bellinger would be the one Mm. that does it for the Los Angeles Dodgers who had an awful regular season, who couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, who looked terrible, injury-reeled, all of these things, and he comes up clutch. But the Dodgers... He was uh, stone-cold Cody. That's right. That's what he was. He was batting 165 in the regular season. He had the clutch hit against the Giants last night. How about this? The Dodgers entered uh, yesterday 0-81 and when trailing by three or more runs in the eighth inning or later in postseason history. How would you like to have a bet on the Braves and lose on an 81 and 0 trend? Well, I lost on a 3-2 what is it was the 326 and 0 trend, so uh, <laughs> I think I think I kind of know how they're feeling here. Yeah. But you said it trailed 5 to 2 entering the bottom of the 8th inning versus the Braves in game 3. They scored four runs in the bottom of the 8th, 1-6 to 5. Bellinger with the knock to tie the game up. Mookie Betts puts them ahead. And like and this is this is kind of the epitome of the Dodgers, right? Like Walker Buehler comes out, doesn't perform extremely well, you know, gets let down a little bit, but three and two thirds, two earned runs, four total runs allowed, three walks, three strikeouts, little up and down, right? But they just kind of grind through, they maintain the poise, and then sure enough, just guys with timely hitting, getting on base, and you get a result which now you're down two one in the series as opposed to staring at a three nothing hole. Right, down two one. You've still got yep. the Max Scherzer card you can use the rest of the series. I think uh, it's a dramatic shift for the Dodgers last night. And uh, Dave Rogers off the hook a little bit because that mistake he made uh, with his bullpen in game two looked like it might be really costly for the series. When it's 5 2 yesterday, I said, man, Dave Rogers, or excuse me, Dave Roberts is going to have to, uh, he's going to have a long offseason. He's going to hear about this, how he mishandled his pitching staff in the NLCS. Dodgers offense gets him off the hook, and we got a brand new series. And if you had a series bet on the Dodgers, and that's a huge sigh of relief 
going yep. into game four. Yeah, they were plus 160 going into yesterday. Now it's a pick, despite yep. the fact that they trail two to one. It is minus 110 on both sides over at DraftKings. And coming up next, and this is what you talk Let's about. Let's be right? realistic, too. Yeah. Sorry. That's a game you absolutely had to win if you're oh. Dodgers, not just because you're down 2-0, but also because you had Walker Bueller starting, and he did not he did not uh, perform up to expectations, not even close. No, and I'm going to pull this up because uh, it, MajorLeagueBaseball.com had the, uh, the stat as well, right? When you're talking about teams uh, in terms of trailing series and where they were at in the probability of a team, uh, teams ahead 2-1 to one in a best of seven have gone on to win the series 101 out of 143 times, 71%. But you'd rather be on that end as opposed to the other when you're down 3 oh, yeah. in a series like this. And this is what's important when you talk about, right, when you talk about uh, handicapping series, and we were discussing the series price yesterday at plus 160, it's not just will they win this game. How does the rotation set up for them going forward? Now Dave Roberts, favorite bullpen pitcher Julio Urias, is now set <laughs> to get the start, yeah. right? Coming up next for the Los Angeles Dodgers. How do you have a 20-game winner and just decide, hey, I'm going to use this guy in the eighth <laughs> inning. I'm just going to use him in the fourth inning. I'm yeah. just going to – he's like the uh, utility guy, the pitching staff. No, a 20-game winner – He's got to be one of the anchors. When you have a series like this, you got Scherzer, Bueller, Urias. Just stick with those guys in the starting rotation. Yep. And I will say it's still not perfect for the Dodgers, by the way. No, like it's you not. still you still got to get a lot better in terms of runners in scoring position. They have been hitting extremely poorly when they have guys in position to score in this series up to this point and in the postseason as a whole. So like this has got to be something where the Dodgers have to be a little bit better when they have dudes that are set to score. And they've been pretty poor on that against the Atlanta Braves. Also, too, um, the Braves' base running, as we talked about, too. Not the best. And uh, in game two, got away with some reckless decisions yeah. to send guys home. Mm -hmm. uh, not so much the case with the base running here in game three. So the Dodgers, again, it's a pick series here. Next game up, the game four, Dodgers $2.25 favor, 230 with a total of eight shaded to the over. And that's a lot of respect for not only the Dodgers, but Arias, who, as you said, lefty with 20 games under his belt, 20, game, 20 victories under his belt. It is hard to uh, look anywhere but Julio. Well. I'll tell you what, right now the Westgate's got a plus 205 on the Braves. You got a pretty good pitcher going tonight. Yeah, we'll and uh, So, I mean, it's, it would be somewhat tempting, I think, to take that plus 205 on the dog here. Uh, but if you look at the Braves, I think they've lost seven in a row. I want to say 10 of 11 and 21 of the last 25 at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So that's also something you have to take into account. The Braves, these guys don't have much confidence they can win at Dodger Stadium, but I'm going to pass on the Dodgers tonight. I got lucky. I don't typically lay a price like that. I thought, man, what a dumb bet I made. But, hey, you know, you bet the Dodgers, you bet the superior team down 2-0 with an ace on the hill. I guess I would make that bet again. I just didn't like laying the 175 price that I did yesterday. And I got lucky. You got off the hook uh, that the Dodgers offense woke up late in the game. I would not lay this uh, this big price tonight. I, it, would, it would only be uh, – uh, the Braves are plus 205 or nothing for me. And to your point about Anoa potentially being a little undervalued, 405 ERA for the regular season, 340 though on the expected fielding independent. Doesn't generate a lot of swings and misses, but takes care in terms of command. Under two and a half runners every nine innings. You know, pitches the contact and get guys and his defense ready to go. It's represented too by the fact that he doesn't give up a lot of hard contact, batting average on balls in play about 270. So it's a little below average, but pitching the contact, getting your defense involved. So you know, it's been pretty good and undervalued throughout the season. So you can understand why over $2. It would be the way to look there. And then you get the other series where the Houston Astros lineup finally wakes up and the Red Sox finally actually start looking human yeah. for once. And it still was touch and go here. The Red Sox ultimately fall to the Houston Astros uh, yesterday by a final score of 9-2. to two. But That was courtesy of a seven-run ninth inning for the Houston Astros, the top of the seventh, and some extremely poor officiating in terms of the strike zone yesterday. But regardless... <laughs> This is this is kind of like I think I saw Dave Koken, who joins us regularly, right? He put it on there. You know, regression is a beast because this Red Sox lineup had been hitting extremely well. When runners were on, they were driving them in. They're hitting grand slams. Yeah. But sure enough, in this contest, you're talking about regressing to the mean quite a bit when it comes to the Boston Red Sox. And finally, the Astros can kind of get out of something here. Altuve hits a home run. Uh, of course, Bregman, excuse me, not Bregman, uh, Brantley. Gets things going as well, opens it up with three RBI. So now the Astros all of a sudden have life with this series tied to it. Yeah, it's little things, man, in these series. You're watching this game, and the little guy, Jose Altuve, hits that home run. But that might be the home run that swings the entire series because mm -hmm. that uh, Astros offense woke up after that. And also I thought uh, Nathan Eovaldi got a strikeout on that uh, yep. two-strike pitch. It was over the outside corner. It was called a ball. And before you know it, the Astros played, what, seven runs? 
uh, with two outs. Yep. And you have a couple defensive mistakes and all sorts of uh, things going right for the Astros and wrong for the Red Sox. And that game goes over the total last night. How two. brutal is that beat if you played <laughs> two, it two. under? Going into the ninth. That was 2-1 before Altuve yep. hits the homer. You think, what are the chances that game's going to go over? If you, if you bet that over last night, um, you're running hot. Maybe buy a lottery ticket today or hit a slot machine. If, uh, if you bet that under last night, uh, that's brutal. And um, but you can uh, know you handicapped it correctly and you had the right side. But even though that's no consolation, that's no consolation. <laughs> it's no consolation. I think right here I saw Dave Kokum put out a play today on the Astros, and Dave's a lifelong Boston Red Sox fan. I don't know if you knew this, but when the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth, Dave Kokum tweeted, "Big mistake." <laughs> and uh, the Sox I, will come to regret. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Dave's hoping he loses that bet tonight on the Astros. The and emotional just, hedge. Yeah, it's an emotional hedge. He's just hoping he put out a play on the Astros and he loses that bet and the Red Sox take control of the series. But I, I kind of like Chris Sale. I know it's not the old Chris Sale. You look at right. the name and you look at the numbers and it's just not the same guy. Yeah, only three um, and two-thirds right. innings and two appearances in the postseason He so might far. go four innings yeah. if he's pitching really well, maybe five uh, but I, I still like the Red Sox a little bit tonight. I think their offense wakes up. Let's face it, Astros got a little bit of a fluke win last night. Oh, oh yeah. And like you said, like their offense still, it took until the ninth inning and a very favorable strike zone yeah. to get something done here in this game. So, But there's always a worry that the lineup, which was one of the best in Major League Baseball, finally actually kind of woke up, right, and is now going to start to hit its stride here uh, against Chris yeah. Sale. So we mentioned, right, the three and two-thirds over two starts in the postseason for Chris Sale. Remember, he got beat up by the Rays on that start back on the 8th. He gave up five earned runs over the course of one inning. Last time out, that was against this Astros team five days ago. He went just two and two-thirds, took him 61 pitches to get through that. Only gave him one earned run, struck out two. But again, we're talking about like laboring through it, not looking exactly as pristine as Chris Sale has looked in the past. No. And Sox are now $1.19 cheaper price on the board right now. I guess I, I lean Red Sox in this game. I have not bet it yet. And by the way, this game starts early again today. Yep. This is uh, weird. 5.08 p.m. Eastern time, so uh, right when we're going off the air, first pitch. Maybe Major League Baseball, give them some respect to the NBA. Huh? Let's Get talk football way. for a minute. Yep. All right, National Football League in the NFL. We did get news today, by the way. Uh, we do have a quarterback situation. No surprise. We talked about this on yesterday's show. You and I basically made the decision for Kevin Stefanski and said start Case Keenum. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield could use the extra time off. He's really banged up. It's not just the shoulder. Plus, Case Keenum, is a, he's an expert relief pitcher. I just saw the quote from him on NFL Network he, where he said, quote, I'm built for this. I've done this my entire career. Oh, he, okay. had, he had a great season when Kevin Stefanski was his coach in Minnesota. So Stefanski uh, is comfortable with him, knows how to call his plays for him. I saw Kenny White tweet out today that's a four-point drop-off from Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum. I couldn't disagree more with that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even sure it's a one-point drop-off. First of all, you're talking about an injured Baker Mayfield and a healthy Case Keenum, and Keenum playing for a coach that uh, that they're both uh, they're both comfortable together, and we know Keenum can win in this role. So I, I don't think it's any more than a one point drop off. Yeah, I agree completely with you. And when you look at what the market has done here, we're now we're as low as Browns minus one and a half. Uh, I, I have now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in on the Cleveland. Bread. I was going to say, I'm about <laughs> to jump trade. on the Browns. I, I think yep. it's a mistake to drop the number that far. You and I are in agreement. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty to get to. Aaron Renning joins us next here on The Edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. NBA season might have tipped off, but there's still time to grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide. It has strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including me. Provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. Digital guide to must have. Give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. 11 games in the association tonight. Looking forward to it. This, this is a night you should be jacked up about. Yesterday you said opening night. It's like Christmas, like Christmas. Day. Like, come on, man. There's two games. Today you got 11 games and you got some pretty good matchups on the board. And we have... Aaron Renning on the show. That's right. One of the experts in the uh, NBA hoop, the uh, NBA guide from VSIN. ER, good to talk to you. How do you feel, buddy? Huh? Two games under the belt. The season's underway. Uh, I feel like I got hit by a bus <laughs> because uh, I've been uh, working around the clock and uh, slept about uh, three, four hours a night. So uh, that's the truth. But with that said, I have to say, uh, very excited about things and uh, happy NBA basketball here. So let's start uh, with one of the games that is on your radar here, Celtics at Knicks. So we get word today, and it had been out there that Jalen Brown was going to be available, but it's official. Ime Udoka does announce that he will play today. The market got as high as two, and I saw some 218s on the total as well. Now we're one and a half in favor of the New York Knicks with a total of 216 and a half. Where are you going here? I'm going to go with a couple different bets in this game. I'm going to go with the side and total. Um, I, I am going to bet the Knicks. Uh, in this spot here, minus the the one and a half. Now, I, I really don't see uh, a lot of drop off uh, from this Knicks team. Now, some of the things that you know happened for this team last year—the three-point defense, uh, free throw defense—if you call it what you will—I mean, you know, really amazing against the spread, forty-five and twenty-six or something like that. Tibbs, coach of the year, Randall, most improved. So they will take a step back in some regards, but I think they have improved the roster. Uh, you know, whatever you think of Kemba Walker, um, you know, he's going to enjoy playing here in Madison Square Garden. I think he'll be motivated. He's certainly an upgrade at the point guard position uh, for this team. And I, I think that he will hit the ground running. I, I mean, this is uh, seems like a tight chemistry-type team. The culture has been great here uh, with Tibbs. You get 100% effort uh, every game. Now, you know, of course, the talk – uh, with the Knicks going to shoot a lot more three-point shots. It remains to be seen if that's going to ha- uh, going to be happened, but they want to put up about 43 pointers a night, which is a good thing uh, when he shot almost 40% from three uh, last year. And I think it's going to take some time uh, for the Celtics teams uh, to come together. Obviously, they've had COVID issues uh, to deal with the last couple of weeks. Horford's not going to be available uh, for tonight. You know, they really took a step back defensively last year and I'm not sure you know where the upgrade is actually going to come for this team defensively that you know they they bring back uh Ennis Cantor uh Schrader etc so I I think um again uh that this team is is not going to quite be what their best uh to start things again with the bet uh on the Knicks and I also played this game over the total uh talked about the Knicks probably a little bit more pace more three-point shooting uh, Boston talking about uh, being a little bit more pace from what they were last year as well. So uh, over in the Knicks for me in this one. All right. Follow him on Twitter, ER Sports one Let's look at this graphic we got prepared. NBA Wednesday matchup trends. And then that Celtics-Knicks rivalry, the road team on a 7-0 ATS run. How about Wizards at Raptors? Over the total, 8-1. and 
in the last nine between those teams. ER, we talked about yesterday, the Westgate Superbook had the Raptors up a plus 220 to make the playoffs. That's the yes side of that. So the Raptors, uh, a young team, might have some upside. What do you think of this matchup uh, tonight in Toronto? Wizards-Raptors with the uh, the home side favored by two and a half, total of 223. Well, I hope those trends are at least wrong for uh, a night here. <laughs> As I mentioned, I got the home team and the, the Knicks-Celtics, uh, and I'm going to come under the total here. I uh, actually have a little bit worse number. I see uh, 224 out there uh, right now. But, um, you know, and I, and I would bet uh, against the Raptors and Nick Nurse to, to make the playoffs. Those last couple of spots, um, you know, in the Eastern Conference are going to be really interesting how that plays out. But uh, I expect uh, Toronto to put an improved product uh, at times from where they were last year. Everything kind of just went sour uh, for them. Obviously, uh, from a personnel perspective, there's going to have a lot of change um, with what they're doing. They lose the point guard. Siakam's going to be out uh, till what, at least uh, no, November, uh, JVT. So it's going to be a different team uh, at this point, but I expect them to be fine defensively. This is a team that always throws a lot of things against the wall from a defensive perspective. I expect that to be the case here uh, as soon as tonight. So, um, I, I think it will be kind of a defensive first team, which we haven't always seen uh, from Toronto in the past. And it'll be uh, very intrigued how that plays out uh, with the Washington Wizards. And, uh, of course, as you uh, – again, JVT will know this. You, you read about all these teams and what they expect. And it's always going to be push the tempo, going to have more pace, et cetera. Well, a new coach here for the Wizards uh, with the West Oakdale Jr., uh, he's really one of the few guys that talked about uh, having a different uh, take on things, and it's really from a defensive first standpoint. And shocking uh, when you actually read uh, articles about Bradley Beal wants to uh, be a defensive player of the year. So uh, although very much a long shot, he is capable to a certain degree. Remember they added a guy like Daniel Gafford uh, last year who's uh, really helped this team from a defensive perspective. But they have been the dreads. Uh, of a defensive team of the last couple of years in the NBA, the very worst. So if this team can improve marginally from a defensive perspective, I think that'll provide some value, get this game out of the total here tonight. I like it. Yeah, Pascal Siakam's shoulder surgery that he's recovering from in the offseason now until mid-November, uh, as ER mentioned. All right, let's go to Rockets at Timberwolves uh, ER. And uh, I'm really high on this Timberwolves team. You and I were ta- uh, humans and I were talking about it yesterday. Got a ticket on them at plus 695 to make the postseason over the win total. I think they're going to be a bet on team pretty early. Ended the year strongly as well. Uh, right now, this market's all the way up to six and a half on the side with the total up to 231. Where are you at here? Well, uh, are you? how big of a fan are you of the T-Wolves? Do you have a Carl Anthony Towns for MVP ticket at 150 <laughs> to 1 like I do? <laughs> uh, I took a flyer on Campton, uh, uh, Cat to win MVP here. Again, I, I think he's a top 10 player. Uh, in the league. Remember four years ago, before Giannis, before uh, Luka, uh, if uh, GMs had a chance to build their team around any player, uh, they probably would have arguably uh, taken Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, and, you know, he's had to battle injuries, battle a bad organization, a bad coach. Uh, obviously, um, you know, his family's lost some family members to COVID. It's been a rough a uh, couple of years for Carl Anthony Towns, but he's uh, been able to focus here on basketball. He's got a good coach here with Finch uh, on this team. I think he's going to put up huge numbers because they're going to score a lot of points uh, this year. So, uh, again, took a flyer on Towns to win MVP. think he can still find a pretty good number on him out there. A lot of things have to go well, including uh, making the playoffs, and I hope that starts here with the win tonight. I, I sent this, one, uh, this game to you guys uh, before I did see the line movement yeah. today, but – uh, I bet the side here at a better number uh, with the T-Wolves. But uh, like you, uh, very high uh, on this team. I think they're going to be much improved. I think they have a, a real good chance at the playoffs as long as everything stays uh, somewhat normal uh, for this team this year. And obviously the Houston Rockets uh, very much in rebuild uh, mode. I don't expect this team to be very efficient on uh, both ends of the court. And again, yeah, the Timberwolves tried to – uh, close the season strong last year by playing the string out. So I expect that to carry over here this year. Uh, played the uh, TD Wolves uh, on the side here tonight. What did you lay, four, four and a half? Uh, actually, I laid five uh, okay. yesterday with this game. All right, right now, T Wolves 
look like uh, six and a half point favorites in most spots. All right, you're not going to be on the Friday show with us this week, so let's get an NFL opinion or two if we can squeeze it in here in the last couple minutes. Looks like you're on the Atlanta Falcons as two and a half point road favorites at Miami, right? Yeah, I did play the Falcons here. Obviously, this one got uh, uh, played up uh, pretty good on Monday on the side. I still think uh, you play this one all the way up to three, but expect a pretty good performance here. Uh, from Atlanta, obviously off their bye. We saw them win last out against the Jets uh, in London. But, you know, it's a team with a a new coach, an offensive-minded coach. Boy, in the NFL, if you're not betting uh, offensive-minded teams with a decent quarterback, it's awfully hard to make money uh, the first month uh, of the year. And I think Atlanta has that edge here uh, with uh, the better coordinator, the uh, the coach uh, with Smith, what he's doing, the better quarterback uh, with Matt Ryan. And, boy, I'm not sure what to do with this Miami team, but bet against. I mean, this is a team that obviously uh, overachieved uh, the last couple of years, very positive with the turnovers, et cetera. But, boy, regression is really coming back uh, from this team. This defense has really dropped off. They've been banged up as well. Um, you know, from a spot perspective, uh, very tough with this team coming back from London. Obviously, Atlanta has a, a week off. Or, so uh, I think there's reason why you're seeing support for the Falcons. Uh, that includes my bet here on Sunday. Follow him on Twitter at ER Sports One. ER, we're up against it, but good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Enjoy the night, uh, NBA night, guys. Yeah, a little dampened by the fact that Kate Cunningham's not playing tonight. Really How about the Dolphins, though, taking a real step back? That was a 10 and 6 team. 10 and 6 team last season with Fitzmagic. And the NFL guy that wrote about all the indicators that they would regress, I was not expecting this. No. <laughs> I was probably expecting like a near 500 team. All right, we'll come back and see you guys here on Visa. is the edge on VSN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back. This segment of the edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. So you never miss a minute of the game. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint and citrus, plus coffee. Z-Sin can be, excuse me, Zen can be found. Zen sounds like V-Sin. Mm-hmm. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide. So you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out. Also, Zen comes in two strengths. So you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I was at a party last week, JVT, where a bunch of guys had cans of Zen nicotine pouches on the table. Wow, really? Zen party, huh? True story. Well, there was other stuff on the table as well, but Zen was there too. Checks mix, I hope. (laughs) Healthy things, I would hope. All right, it's Wednesday, and it's 1.30. You know what that means. It's time to do it. Do you think analytics are overrated? I don't give a damn what the analytics say. Sick of hearing about numbers? And analytics don't, don't work, work at all. Too bad. Jonathan Von Tobel does the numbers on the edge. Get those numbers! All right, now, before we dive into this week, uh, only two games to discuss, but there's a lot in depth in one of these things that I want to discuss, and I know that you're going to be along with me on this ride. You know that? Yes, I do, I do. Uh, But I'm going to take us back. I want to go back in history a little bit, and you're going to like this, okay? I'm going to go all the way back to 2018. The Indianapolis Colts lose week six to the New York Jets, Matt Eumanns. Looks bleak at that point. They're one in five. They're giving up 30 points a game. Their offense scoring 24 or fewer points in four. Of those six contests, mm. all but lost. You would think so, but Frank Reich found a way to rally the troops. That's right. End the season nine and one straight up, six three and one against the spread. Win a playoff game and lose in Kansas City in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Now Andrew Luck was the quarterback, it was, but it was cold that day. He wasn't yeah, a really was. good cold weather quarterback. He wasn't. I was watched it. Uh, I watched yeah. it on the couch of Michael Lombardi. He invited me into his home. It was one of the. Saddest, Is that right? Yeah, it was one of the saddest moments of my life. Uh, that was when I was making those trips out to New Jersey. I got to watch that in the home of Michael Lombardi, and I, I may have cried. In his living room. 
I did. Is that why you guys don't talk anymore? <laughs> That's why we don't talk. He, he, he views me as a lesser man because of that day. Too soft. Uh, but these, I, I bring this up because, you know, one, Frank Reich has a history of kind of pulling teams, right, especially this Colts team, out of the mud when they're looking like uh, nothing's going right for them. But the Colts are also starting to show signs of life now over the last three weeks, mm-hmm. both offensively as a whole and Carson Wentz. So let's yeah. get to the offense first. Because if you look at the last three games for the Indianapolis Colts, they are 2-1 and one straight up, a perfectly winnable game against Baltimore, by the way, the one that they dropped. 3-0 and against the spread. Their offense has improved greatly, 27.6 points per game. But we're going to take you to those three metrics right there at the bottom. Rushing yards per game. Top five in the National Football League over the last three weeks, 145.3 rush yards yeah. per game. 5.1 rush yards per attempt on the ground. And at the offense as a whole, seven yards per play. The offense has suddenly become explosive. We're talking about big plays, right? We see the big plays against the Houston Texans. We saw the first touchdown against the Baltimore Ravens. Like, all of a sudden, these chunk plays are starting to happen for the Indianapolis Colts. And here's the thing with Indianapolis, because it's not just the run game, and Jonathan Taylor has been absolutely incredible. Very quietly, Carson Wentz has become a little bit more like Carson Wentz in that year in which Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, right? That was the when he was at the peak of his powers and when he had Frank Reich as his quarterback coach. Yeah, if you think about going into December that year, he was, I thought, the leading candidate for MVP before he wrecked his knee at the L.A. Coliseum. Yep, absolutely. So let's walk through a couple of the things with Carson Wentz. And there's more to this than just this nice little graphic. We'll get to more of them. But the PFF grade for Carson Wentz over the last three weeks, 87.4. He's the fourth best quarterback in the National Football League over the last three weeks by PFF's grading system. He has completed 69% of his passes for 9.8 yards per attempt. He has thrown six touchdowns and committed just one turnover worthy play and we'll, we'll dissect this even more because running game offense big part of what the Colts do right if you look at play action humans the third best quarterback from a passing standpoint is none other than Carson Wentz over the last three weeks two guys in front of him Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan of course those two have only played in two games one was on a bye one was injured uh, so Carson Wentz over the last three weeks arguably one of the best quarterbacks yeah that's really interesting actually passer. too because uh, we know Pete Carroll wants to run the ball Mm-hmm. And, in fact, that's going to be a big part of the Seahawks game plan for Monday night is running the ball to help out Geno Smith. You're talking about play action. That's what Arthur Smith and the Titans were all about with Derrick Henry. Yep. And that, that was a big part of Ryan Tannehill's improvement, right, mm-hmm. was the fact that he worked off play action because you had Derrick Henry. He was such a rushing threat. So it makes sense that when Jonathan Taylor steps up in this Colts running game becomes a threat to Carson Wentz's numbers are going to improve. I looked over the last two games – 36 for 55, 625 yards, four TDs, no picks. Carson Wentz has been outstanding. I would say the one thing, if you're going to make a counter argument to all this, to say two of those three defenses were the Dolphins and the Texans. Correct. And I think, so to counter your counter, I think one of the things that that is the positive, though, is it's not so much, I think the argument you make is these numbers don't sustain themselves, right? Because these are clearly astronomical numbers that he's putting up. But it's that the Colts have shown improvement against those lesser teams. And one of those was Baltimore, by the way. A pretty decent defense Mm -hmm. in their own right to a certain extent. But the fact that he has just looked more comfortable, right? He's taking steps forward, and I think that's the positive thing. And the last note on Wentz over the last three weeks, and we'll, we'll spin this forward to the big picture here. Not only are we talking about as an overall passer, not only are we talking as a play-action passer, the third-best quarterback over the last three weeks in passes 20 or more yards downfield. On throws 20 or more yards downfield, Carson Wentz over the last three weeks is 7 of 11, 63.6% completion there, a little bit over that. Uh, three touchdowns, five big-time throws, those are by PFF metrics, and zero turnover-worthy plays. Mm-hmm. Average depth of target on those 31.1 yards downfield. So And, like, that was what made Carson Wentz pretty special. If you remember back to those Philly days when he was, again, at the peak, he was throwing balls downfield, he was accurate downfield, and he started to show that yet again. If you look at his adjusted accuracy downfield, that's just literal accuracy, catchable passes, 81.8% over the last three weeks. So I think that's what you're looking for, right? Do I think he's going to be, you know, passer rating or passing grade of 97 going forward for PFF standards? No. But do I think that this offense is starting to find its stride and one of the most important pieces here as you move forward with the Colts, it's not only improvement. You know who comes back to practice this week? Quentin Nelson, right? Oh. You know who there's the injuries were such a big part of what happened with Indianapolis at the oh, beginning yeah. of the season. Talking about it, offense was that Quentin Nelson, right? Other guys on the offensive line, Wentz T.Y. Himself. Hilton. Yep. Uh, here's the thing about Carson Wentz. I think that uh, Frank Wright knows how to get the best out of him. He also knows that. You know, he's got to stay healthy physically, but he also had to repair him mentally and emotionally because he had a lot of scars from Philadelphia. He played behind a bad offensive line. He got beat up. He was injured. 
took a lot of criticism. We had other guys on this network who were just ripping the crap out of Carson Wentz and giving up on him, saying he's a terrible right. quarterback. I've heard guys on this network say that. If you think that about Carson Wentz, you don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks. Yep. He's got all the skills. You just got to bring it back out of him. He's still got it in him to be a great quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback, and Frank Reich knew that, and that's why he made a deal for him. Uh, so I think the, there's a lot of upside here with Colts. As long as Wentz can stay healthy, that offense uh, could be really good, and you're seeing it with the play, the run, running numbers, the play action, how it's going to work off that, and you get T.Y. Hilton on the field. There are going to be some big plays, so I think there's a lot of upside for the Colts. A lot of times people overreact to what happens in the first third of the yep. season. Really what's more important are the second uh, two-thirds of the season and, um, you know, I'm, I, I like the Colts this weekend. I see a four-and-a-half out there. I think that number is a little bit too much against a, a San Francisco team that's lost three in a row and has got uh, kind of a quarterback dilemma right now. Yep, and, and that's to me as we move forward with this, right, because it's always about, okay, so we have all this. What do we do with it? So there's two things. One, we're in agreement. I think the Colts would be very alive here against the San Francisco 49ers running game, keeping them safe. There is a chance that Quentin Nelson could even play this weekend against San Francisco. So that's obviously a really big boon for them from a health standpoint. T.Y. Hilton did get banged up in the Texans game, but all indications are that he's fine. Yep. So the wide receiving core is getting healthier. But then the other part of this is the Colts right now are plus 150 to make the postseason. They're plus 350 to win the AFC South with the 19th hardest schedule left in right in the yeah. National Football I'll take League. that plus 350. Give me that plus 350 yep. on the Colts win that division. And the you know, that, that bet took a little bit of a hit Monday night with the Titans getting that lucky win. Yep. But still, I think you got a long way to go, and I think the Colts are the better team. So I think really that's what this is all about. So with that, we move forward, and I think this is pretty fascinating too. And we've talked about leaky run defenses a couple of times to undo the numbers. But this one, I think, is one of the more fascinating ones. The Los Angeles Chargers have been awful against the run. It was part of the reason why I was on Baltimore over the weekend against them. Look at all of these. These are all major run statistics, whether it's football outsiders, whether it's traditional metrics. You will note. That's as bad as it gets. At 26th is the highest at which they rank in all of these. And that's defending power situations. Again, third or fourth down, two yards or fewer to go, or you know, goal to go, two yards or shorter to the touchdown. They're allowing conversion rates of 73%. But look at this, 162.5 yards per game, 5.4 yards per carry, right? They're stuffing opponents at a 13% rate, the third worst rate in the National Football League. Like, you just go down the list. It's been awful. But here's the thing, and this is why I think it's so intriguing. Brandon Staley, we can have a larger conversation about this. His defensive scheme lends itself to inviting the run. But there's inviting the run, and there's not defending the run. Mm -hmm. They couldn't stop it against Cleveland. They couldn't stop it against Baltimore. And this is going to be a problem for them moving forward. I'd agree with you. That's bad, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people like to just emphasize on the positives. Look at Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert, too. But you have to look at the Chargers' uh, defense. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs' defense. Like, uh, in the AFC West, you've actually got some, you've got some problems on the defensive side of the football with all four teams right now. Yep. All right, we'll come back. We update best bets for the week and more. It's the Edge here at At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, get ready for this. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th. VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on the location updates for all the action. Visit vsin.com. Slash SBNC. That's Sports Betting National Championship. VSIN.com slash SBNC for more information. Learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million dollar top prize. That's VSIN.com slash SBNC. Arizona, Colorado, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Wyoming. There's a lot of information up there on that. Johnny Avello was on the show with us a couple of days ago talking about this $10,000 entry. I don't want to go to New Jersey to be in this JVT, but go to Arizona, Arizona, Colorado, a couple options out here on the West Coast. By the way, did you see? So the Chicago Sky win the WNBA championship. I did see that, yeah. Did you see where Candace Parker went after they won? Um, McDonald's. Portillo's. Did you know? Yeah, yeah. Are you when, serious? Went on a Portillo's. Wow, all right. Yeah, destroyed Bump Portillo's. Her power rating up <laughs> right, a couple exactly. points. Yeah. Figured you'd be down with that. Smart girl. Just like you're down Good with Ben taste. Simmons getting kicked out of practice and going straight to the strip club, right? Uh, you know, I can appreciate that from Ben Simmons. <laughs> you kicked out of practice, where are you going to go? You don't go home and sulk. But here's the as, thing. Huh? This might deter, deter, deter you a little bit. Day shift strip club? Like you're uh, talking about getting kicked out of practice like 11 a.m. Yeah, it could be underrated. just depends <laughs> okay. what club it is. And by the way, anyway, let's change the subject. Let's get the best bets. <laughs> all right. Uh, so just one addition for right now. Uh, for me, we'll add more tomorrow in the National Football League. But I think these are two teasable opportunities, so going to go with it. You and I have talked about it high on the Patriots, floating at that seven point right now. Uh, still has not ruled out, of course, laying seven with the Patriots overall. I think you're essentially laying a similar number to what you were laying against New York on the road mm-hmm. a couple of weeks right. ago. Now you're playing at home. But from seven down to one, and you know what? I know we were talking with ER, and uh, he was on Atlanta. I'm sure at a better number than the market's at currently right now. But to me, this is a really big transition for Atlanta to be this road favorite. So I'll tease it up. You get that two and a half. You can get that up through the two key numbers of three and seven. You get it up to eight and a half. So two uh, six point teaser, two lakes. Dolphins plus eight and a half. So you got, you got no one. straight side bets right now. Uh, I'm going to add a couple tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Finishing uh, up the handicap. Producer Matt Santos. I'm going to add a teaser to the list here too because uh, I wrote this up for VSIN.com. and this morning. Uh, when this number dropped to Packers eight and a half against Washington, that's at Circa, the Westgate Superbook, um, a few other books right now. You can get that eight and a half on the Packers. That became a teasable number. So I'm going to pair the Patriots and the Packers up on a teaser. So we're going Patriots minus one, Packers minus two and a half. Uh, so a couple short home favorites there. And uh, my straight bets in the NFL, and we'll talk about these more in depth uh, Thursday and Friday. Patriots minus seven. Over the Jets, Colts plus four. Over the Niners, I was waiting for that number to tick up from three and a half to four, and it did that last night and this morning. And I'm going to go with the Monday night home dog, Seahawks plus five and a half over the Saints. And uh, we got some college best bets too. I'll get to those right now. Do you have any college this week? Okay, so you've got NBA. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing UCLA. I talked about this yesterday. UCLA minus one over Oregon at the Rose Bowl on Saturday. And... Um, I have a brief write-up on that and point spread weekly this week. Also, New Mexico State, Hawaii over 59-and-a-half. Talk about offenses run a lot of plays. New Mexico State's been putting the ball in the air 50-plus times a game. And uh, I think Hawaii's getting quarterback Siobhan Cordero back for this game. Regardless, 
Um, I like these teams to fly over this total of 59.5. I'm going to have more college best bets, but those are two I'm going with today because I think those are the best numbers you're going to get on those games. UCLA minus one, New Mexico State, Hawaii over 59.5. like it. Let's talk association. Yeah, so like you said, 11 games on the card today. Uh, it's pretty fascinating and some really uh, intriguing line moves in the market as well up to this point. So let, let's go through those really quickly so we can tell you where we've been in terms of moves and plays and get to the bets that I'm on tonight. Uh, first off, right at the top of the rotation, Indiana and Charlotte. We have a flip of favorites here. Charlotte was a two-point favorite since it had opened, had not budged, went nowhere. Uh, but now the Indiana Pacers are popping up as a one-point favorite across the board with a total of 222.5. So not only a three-point swing in favor of the Indiana Pacers, but a three-point drop in the total of 222.5. I would generally agree with it. I think the Pacers are a little bit of a better team. I know some handicappers, West brings this up all the time, playoff revenge angle, Charlotte oh, Hornets come on. Yeah, get eliminated by Indiana. Just I, put it out there. Some people I, like I, don't, I don't buy any of that stuff when you're talking about uh, a, a, regular, look, a regular season game. You're, you're talking to me, who I'm cold, <laughs> analytical, and that's all I care about is what's on the floor, uh, what the numbers say. So, But do, some people do enjoy that angle, so it's worth pointing so out. I didn't care about the, the ring angle last night for Trust the Milwaukee me. Bucks. A lot of people were talking about, oh, they're so putting the banner up, bet against the team, putting the banner up. To me, that's a 50-50 proposition. That's just a talking point. That's not well, a true angle to use if you're going to bet a game like and that. And to, to your point, because you write the larger sample size said rings distract the team, right? Going into last night, 10-15 and 15 against the spread in the last 25. However, they were 5-4 and four against the spread in the last nine years. Make that 6-4 and four against the spread in the last 10 yeah. after Milwaukee walks all over Brooklyn mm-hmm. yesterday. So, uh, so we get that line move. Uh, the other line move of note here is, and this is a game that I'm on, the Sacramento Kings taking on the Portland Trailblazers. I actually, I wrote about this, so every Monday, or every Monday, every morning, you can look. vcin.com slash JVT, put up market reports. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Huh. We got slash JVT? Yeah, vcin.com slash JVT. Okay, now you're taking a step up in the world. That's right. Huh? Yeah. Got a URL? vcin.com slash JVT. Are you going to do the same thing you did last season where you make appearances, guest appearances on every show, one after another all day? Or uh, gonna... I mean, yesterday I was on primetime action and the look ahead, and I was on Gil's show this morning. So we're okay. trending in that okay. direction. But you're not going to do five shows a day? No, okay. I don't think so. Okay. Um, regardless, <laughs> um, I'm only, I only have an hour, so I need some, I need some FaceTime here. Uh, so I took seven with Sacramento. Actually, in the like what I was mentioning in the market report, I put uh, – Kings plus five because didn't think it would be going to move. Uh, but lo and behold, got there's to six. A, there's and, a seven out there now. Right. And, and that's the number. I, I took seven. I actually have a little on five as well because didn't think the number would move. But regardless, I like the Kings in this spot. I uh, was, te- was texting uh, Jeff Sherman. told me they looked like a group came in at six and, and laid it. So I got to seven uh, across the board for about an hour or so. So we started to come off of that. But look, this is a Sacramento team. If you look in the offseason, what they're starting to do, humans, they have gone smaller. They're playing three guards at a time. I don't know if you saw what happened yesterday, but Marvin Bagley has essentially been pulled from the rotation. His Mm -hmm. agent got mad and sent out a big old statement. But I even wrote in the NBA guide, he's the weak link of this team at this point right now. Really surprised. He's not developed into a very good NBA player, and I thought he would. I thought he had that type of athletic ability. Just uh, not there. This Kings team is good inside the, the arc. They are legitimately good in the paint. They have finishers like De'Aaron Fox and Rashawn Holmes who are going to be able to test a rim defense that was not good last year. So especially when you're talking about that seven, worth a play. So got some on the Portland Trailblazers, or excuse me, the uh, Sacramento Kings against the Portland Trailblazers plus seven. And also, I, I, this number's gone and fours are starting to pop up. But I do have Philly minus two here against the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. It's up to three and a half, four right now. Um, I would not say no to land three if you can somehow get it, if it goes back in that direction. But this is more about anti-New Orleans than anything else. You could talk to me about the distractions of Ben Simmons and all these I things. I think the Sixers actually go out and play with a point to prove without Ben Simmons. I yep. kind of like that angle tonight. I mean, I, I, and I brought huh? that up on primetime action yesterday because they asked me, like, well, distraction, all that sort of thing. So I was like, you could spin it that way. Or you could spin it that Joel Embiid came out yesterday. I don't give an F about this guy. Right. And they're just going to go out and play because they know that they're fine without him. And that's where I think the right way to look at it would be. Yep. And, and also, look, New Orleans doesn't have Zion. They had a negative 5.2 net rating in the minutes without him last year. And their depth is arguably a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. I do like the lateral moves like Devontae Graham and Jonas Valanciunas. But at the end of the day, if Zion's not going to be out there, this team's going to suffer. So this was really an anti-New Orleans play. So Philly minus two is in my pocket. Kings plus seven as well. And those are the two that I have at this point. I actually really wanted to bet the Pistons, but Cade Cunningham is not playing tonight. So eliminated. Hey, let's talk about actually that game. Throw up this uh, graphic we got. Got a photo of the cover this week of Point Spread Weekly. It's got... Russell Westbrook, LeBron James on the cover. Nice. All the star power there with the Lakers. And Didn't you noticed last night <laughs> that uh, those guys got a long way to go on both ends of the floor to 
figure out how to make this work in L.A. with the Lakers, and uh, I'm not I'm not surprised. I thought they were going to have a – you and I talked about this last week. I said I think the Lakers are going to have a rough first couple months. You know, it's one thing to put a bunch of stars on the floor together. It's another thing for them to learn how to play together. And uh, I noticed last night, you know, when LeBron got frustrated, he would snatch the ball out of bounds and bring it up court mm-hmm. instead of letting Westbrook bring the ball up to court. There's a lot of things they got to figure out, and their defense looked really bad last night. Anthony Davis still just floating around doing whatever the hell he wants to do on the offensive end, throwing up three-pointers. Westbrook, Rangers, yep. Westbrook bricking a three from the uh, – um, from the wing on the fast break last night. Anyway, the Hollywood makeover is the cover story on Point Spread Weekly, but Steve Mackinan does a good job putting up trends and all these head-to-head matchups in the NBA for each day of the week. And the Wednesday NBA matchup trends, how about Bulls at Pistons? Bulls on a 6-0-1 ATS run against Detroit. We talked about the Celtics and Knicks, the road team on a 7-0 ATS run in that rivalry. If you care about trends, some people don't give a damn about trends when they're handicapping. Knicks are two-point favorites tonight at the Garden, the world's most famous arena, the Mecca of basketball. Thunder at Jazz, OKC on a 6-0 ATS run at Utah. How about that? Yeah. And Nuggets at Suns. Phoenix has covered four straight against Denver. I think all four of those are in the postseason. All those are from point spread weekly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I guess OKC makes sense. Big, big spread you're catching in Utah. All right, that does it for us here on The Edge. We'll be back, of course, tomorrow, Thursday. Good slate in the NBA, very short, but even better. Thursday night football. The Browns, can they do it with Case Keenum? We'll answer that question tomorrow here on The Edge. Till then, vcin.com. Check out Points Bed Weekly out today. Check out vcin.com slash podcast where you miss any part of your favorite show. You can catch up on there. My Guys in the Desert, coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.